0: Hey everybody, thanks for joining Spring Path, the podcast. We have a great show lined up, lots to talk about, so let's get after it. Hey everyone, thanks for joining this episode of Spring Path, the podcast. Today we're going to learn about Clarkson University, and our special guest joining us from Clarkson is Adam Jaques. Adam, how's it going?
1: It's going great. I'm glad to be on the podcast finally.
0: Yeah, man, I'm glad you're here too. I know we had the uh, college fair recently, and I was uh, hoping to get you on sooner, but I'm glad you were able to make it.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you invited us to the college fair. It was a great one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let's start off with with you because you and I we've known each other for a little while now, and uh, curiously, how does someone go from you know assistant basketball coach in college, shifting over to the admissions team to uh, to <laughs> in their career to go find students.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I originally started as a system men's basketball coach at SUNY Plattsburgh. Um, And then kind of in the second semester, I switched over and started helping admissions as I figured I was out on the road kind of recruiting players um, and might as well try to hit some fairs as well. Um, And then I kind of just started falling in love with the admissions process and kind of just reaching out to more than just players to help them about college. Uh, I sure. went to a really small high school growing up and there was not a lot of options for individuals that kind of reached out and had college fairs and to see the excitement about um, students come when they learn about colleges or they learn about something they didn't know about a college they were really interested um, kind of just sparked my attention. And I really started to enjoy admissions kind of over just recruiting players.
0: No, that's cool. And I, I guess uh, I'm sure... At some point, someone had to say to you, you know, not every student that you, uh, you know, bring in has to be 6'8", right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there was a little adjustment.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a little bit.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. So let's talk about the location of the school because there's some uniqueness about where you're, you know, where you're based out of uh, in upstate New York. But really, you're very close to Canada and some really cool cities there. So why don't you kind of tell us about the location, what the campus life is like there? Yeah,
1: so we're located in Potsdam, New York, which is about 30 minutes from the Canadian border. Um, there's a bridge that can bring you to Ottawa in about an hour and a half. We're also located about an hour and a half from Montreal.
0: Yeah, uh, the closest.
1: kind cool. The closest kind of true big city in New York is about Syracuse. That's about two and a half hours uh, west of our campus. Uh, And then we do sit about four hours to five hours away from Buffalo, New York.
0: Yeah. So you're I mean, you're up north. It does get cold and you're you're in kind of a rural setting, but um, you've been there a while. So what was it about the academic buildings like you have? Yep.
1: So it does get cold. Everyone hears that we are kind of pretty far up there. Um, but we have these skylight tunnels that connect all of our academic buildings. So once you brave the cold and you get into one <laughs> academic building, uh, you won't really have to go outside again. Um, you can cross over from like our science building to our business building to our student center uh, without ever having to go outside.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. So I would I would highly recommend that uh, people do a campus tour and check that out. All right. So let's talk a little bit about um, you know, I, I've decided that uh, I've I've come up for a tour. You know, I love the skylight tunnels. This is exactly where I want to be. <laughs> now, let's talk about uh, preparation for getting ready for uh, hitting day one academics because you have a couple of unique uh, programs and different ways that you you know you do surveys and things. Can you share share more about that?
1: Yeah. So especially for students who are kind of You know, shy about going to campus for the first time. We do offer a couple springboarding options for uh, calculus, business and then computer science. Those are um, a little specific, uh, but that kind of you can come to campus about nine days before every uh, all the other students and you'll get uh, some mentorship with faculty as well as uh, some first year program advisors. And then you'll be taking about three uh, hours of courses in the morning and then one hour in the afternoon. And that basically is just giving you a jump start, uh, getting you acclimated to the college setting a little more. Um, And then, kind of, some online courses, uh, especially for those interested in our engineering programs, we like to send out a math readiness survey. Um, And basically, that's just kind of getting a understanding of what level math you were taking in high school. Uh, Most of our students who do have any sort of like pre-calculus background don't uh, have any trouble with the survey. We just ask our students to get a 65 or higher on it. Um, And if by the off chance they don't get a 65, they just will kind of go through a two-week math boot camp really, and that's all online as well. So they're not getting forced to come to campus early if they don't get a 65. Um, It's just in engineering, a lot of our courses are pretty math heavy.
0: Yeah, we, yeah.
1: Like to, um, we like to kind of get their general understanding. If they're a little lower than what we think our Calc 1 class would be, um, that math readiness survey kind of starts them off on the right foot.
0: Yeah, no. So I think the, the key there is all, students all come from different high schools and different backgrounds, so they're going to have different levels. But to your point, you know, math is a big piece of engineering. So that's something, you know, if they're not quite there yet, you wanna gauge that and then help them. And that's where these online boot camps come in, right?
1: Yeah, and it's all about the student success. Uh, You know, we like to see students come on campus and thrive early versus, you know, them struggling and then start to like doubt if this was the right fit. Right. Um, So we have advisors that are within their major, all of their advisors are gonna have PhDs or masters, at least, in the program that they are studying. Uh, and then if they are interested in like a pre-health track, our students will have an advisor in their major, but as well as that advisor, they'll also have a pre-health track advisor.
0: Sure. And in at your school, I mean, the the faculty to student ratio, I, th- I think, is uh, like 11 to 1, you were saying?
1: Yep. So our it's 11 to 1. Overall, we have about 3,300 undergrads on campus. Um, so there's definitely a lot of professor time. If you need it, uh, you're going to have the same professor for multiple classes. So you get to build a good rapport with each professor. Um, and then that kind of leads us into um, these professors developing, you know, they want to see these students succeed because they have known them personally for three to four years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So with that, when um, you have the professors, but then you also have like a career services, international... Uh, assistance. So there's a, basically it's a tight knit group for the students to find success.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then with the career center, um, that kind of helps students if they're interested in like internships, uh, co-ops, then our international center helps our students if they're interested in study abroad. Um, And then on top of kind of like all the other advisors we give our students, we also have the office of university advising that they are more than welcome to go in there. And we have multiple staff members in there that are willing to help them not only with what classes they need, but kind of think about where they want to go with their career.
0: Yes. And and you have a a couple of unique things that I want to get to in a second um, about, you know, professional services or professional experience. But before we we get there, I just want to ask, all right, so you're helping students get acclimated academically so that when they show up day one, they don't feel like they're, they're overwhelmed, they're behind from an academic standpoint, for the most part, you know, because you have all these uh, programs to get them ready, but now comes the real test for all students. And you know we've been through it—you know, going away from home, landing on campus, uh, not knowing anyone. Um, how do you help kids acclimate to when the real stress hits on that day?
1: <laughs> so all of our first-year housing, uh, we put them in LLCs, which are living learning communities, uh, and then those are basically just—we like to theme each floor of the dormitory. Uh, And then that can be like, um, for example, we'll do engineering floors. We'll have some that are sports-based, some that are um, kind of based around our outing club, which is, you know, if you're interested in hiking the Adirondacks, skiing. And what this does is the RRAs will put on um, kind of some events on the weekends or some during the um, week. This way they're like icebreakers. And that way we're getting the students not only on the floor uh, acclimated, but they're also in something that they're interested in it's not just throwing them into an event saying oh this is an icebreaker but it's something they've never really had an interest in doing so we like to give them the option to pick kind of what theme floor they would like to be involved in for their first year
0: yeah so with that you're kind of you're kind of um fine you already know what their interests are based on the the theme and then you're kind of getting them to connect based on that is that the idea
1: yeah yep and then we're kind of putting them on a path of you know finding somebody that's like minded who's interested in the same right. things early, um, it makes it a little easier. Um, just to you know you're being around like minded students, uh, you're already involved in uh, an outing of sorts that you are interested in, and that you know other students around you are also interested in.
0: Yeah, and what's and what's also what goes beyond it at your school. What's a little unique about your school is you have um, clubs, activities, and you were talking about outdoors. Uh, These themes where kids can find other, I say kids, but students can find other students of like-minded interests. But beyond that, let's start talking about science and research and labs, because with your programs, these students in their first year can start getting into research labs and they can you know, which typically doesn't happen in year one, but that's almost like its own club (laughs) where they're, you know, they get started pretty early.
1: Yeah, yep. So because we are kind of like a small research university, uh, we have state-of-the-art labs. A lot of our professors will talk about what research they're doing in their class. And a lot of students will have the opportunity to be involved in a research uh, of something that their professor has kind of spoke about that they're interested in. Um, Even if they're not, we've had professors uh, help students who are interested in maybe another professor's work um, connect with that said professor. Um, it's a really close knit campus. So all of our professors have no problem hooking up a student with another professor if they are interested in that said research, Um, Mm -hmm. as well as we do most of our science labs and all of our research labs are on our main campus. And we only have a few in our downtown campus, which are kind of more geared towards our pre-health track students. Um, And those are typically like our cadaver labs, where we do let uh, our pre-health track undergrad students kind of shadow and take a couple courses with the cadaver labs as undergrads
0: that's that's kind of exciting i mean it, not for me that's i that's not my that's not my cup of tea but if if you are interested in that and that's your path because you know you usually don't get that kind of experience until you get into the graduate programs of other universities
1: yeah and that's kind of um what we hang our hat on is giving students at the undergrad level all of these research opportunities as well as um, in our engineering field, we have uh, about 13 speed teams, which students have the ability to make uh, all electric truck, um, diesel snowmobiles, um, race their own Baja cars. Um, So just having uh, all this hands-on experience at the undergraduate level is what we try to strive for.
0: Yeah, and and that's actually a nice segue there because one of the um, requirements to graduate is 100% of the students to graduate has to have professional experience,
1: right? Yep. So we ask for students to satisfy that professional experience, either through research with a professor, um, an internship, which typically students will do over the summer with a company, um, or co-ops where students will take a semester off from uh, classes, work for a company. It's a little longer than a semester, typically it's about three to four weeks longer. Um, Or then there's study abroad. And those are kind of our four main ways that students can satisfy that professional experience. Um, We just like to get our students kind of thinking about their career early on, Um, like first, maybe not so much first semester, but by second semester, first year, definitely by sophomore year, you're going to be meeting with some advisors and maybe the career center to kind of start thinking about when you want to start taking your internship and with uh, what career path you want.
0: Yeah, and because one of the other statistics that you and I are talking about specific to Clarkson is, you know, you have 80 percent of your faculty faculty is active,
1: right? Yep. So 80 percent of our faculty is currently involved in research of their own. Um, and they do that because a lot of our students get involved in that research and they're able to kind of continue it while teaching classes. Uh, and they really do look for students to help them in that research. Uh, for example, in our biomolecular science major. We'll actually have a seminar where professors will kind of go in and talk about what research they're doing to give students kind of an idea of what is out there for them.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, for everyone listening or watching, if you're not getting the picture at this point, this is really hands on. You you have teachers and faculty who have PhDs and masters. They're involved in research. You know, your students are coming in, talking to them, and maybe they find an interest in a different Uh, research program or lab that's happening and they make that connection. It just seems like it's tight knit. It's a good network and they, uh, they learn a lot with hands-on.
1: Yeah. And you have to kind of go off of hands-on. We also have uh, two kind of unique uh, semester options for students kind of to relate with the research. We have something called the Trudeau semester where students can kind of, who mostly are interested in like pre-health biomedical science Um, they can take a semester and kind of do a hands-on approach at the Trudeau Institute, which is in Saranac Lake, Um, and they're kind of renowned for all of their biomolecular science and biology uh, research.
0: That's pretty cool, and I think you had another one too uh, that I read about, the Adirondack one?
1: Yep, and that's more so geared towards students who are interested in kind of like environmental sustainability, environmental engineering, Um, And that's also in the heart of the Adirondacks. They will kind of reside at Paul Smith's college, which is right near Saranac Lake. Um, And they'll kind of just do a 15 credit semester off campus study um, and they'll study anything from environmental science policy um, and kind of the human history of the Adirondacks. Um, And that's just all while you're immersed right in the heart of the Adirondacks for students who Kind of want to break the monotony of sitting in a lecture hall or kind of being on campus. And this is usually in the fall again, because we are pretty far up uh, (laughs) north country. So that is all done during the fall semester when you can get a little bit of that warm weather (laughs) steel.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think I would want it to be in the fall or summer being in the inner index, like (laughs) being up north. Um, So um, beyond that, there was there was one other thing that I that I uh, was reading about, and that was the School of Business as well. I think you had something unique in and around international studies. Yeah. Yep. So all of our
1: students who kind of fall under that umbrella of our School of Business, uh, we require them to do an international experience which they can kind of hit with a study abroad or they can do a J term, which is about a half a semester abroad. And we have uh, over 55 universities in 29 different countries. Wow. Uh, we have an international center on campus that helps our students uh, connect with a university that's not only gonna continue them on their major and check off all the boxes of the courses they were gonna need that semester, but also in an area that these students are very interested in going
0: that's really cool. I didn't realize there were so many schools in the, in the program.
1: Yep. So we kind of have built that throughout the years of just the same way, kind of how we built our rapport with all these companies with uh, internships and co-ops. Um, mm-hmm. And with that, we also have two huge career fairs I wanted to touch base on where we have one in the fall and one in the spring um, where all of these companies will come. And it's quite often that they ask us uh, as a campus, oh, do you have any uh, students who are, Looking for an internship this spring, or do you have any students who are looking for an internship this sure. summer? Um, and we do have students that will come back from the uh, summer internship going into their senior year and get job offers day one of their senior year from those internships.
0: Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, just based on what we talked about, I mean, the whole hands-on labs. I mean, you're really you're helping students understand that yes, this is college. You're here to to get your education, but your education leads right into the professional world. So you get them right on that track right in the first semester, just thinking about it and and, um, aligning with uh, the end goal.
1: Yeah. And all these kind of put together at the end of the day is what really helps us get to that 97% university placement rate in their chosen career path, Mm -hmm. Um, as well as students are kind of able to almost negotiate their first contract where students were averaging about, 67000 their first uh, salary out of college.
0: Wow, that's, that's awesome.
1: That's campus wide. And then if it's engineering, it's a little closer to 70000 their first year.
0: Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no doubt based on everything we talked about that you're really setting them up for success.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of all due to part with the smaller size, but also all of the hands on activities sure. and coursework that we kind of put out there for our students. So it's all kind of we give them the opportunities. It's all kind of about which students reach out and take all of the opportunities that are kind of awarded to them.
0: A lot of them. Yep. 100%. So Adam, I was checking out your website previously and do you have uh, early decision versus early action? Can you talk about that?
1: Yep. So we offer early decision and the deadline for that is December 1st. Uh, the difference between early decision and early action is when you Apply early decision. You're basically saying Clarkson's my number one school. If I get accepted, I'm gonna come. Um, With that, we give about a two thousand dollars scholarship, early decision scholarship. Um, And then if you still aren't sure where um, you are, like oh, I still have a couple other colleges I'm waiting to hear back from. You would just go ahead and apply regular decision, which is January fifteenth.
0: Okay, cool. That's good to know. So you get so you get money for signing up early. Yep. (laughs) Very cool. So. Adam, this has been extremely informative. I know we covered a lot, and I appreciate your time today and sharing everything. If a student wanted to learn more about Clarkson, where would you where would you want them to go online?
1: Yeah, so our main website, you can just go on Clarkson.edu, okay. uh, and that pulls up our main Clarkson webpage. Um, if you have any questions and you want to contact me, you can reach me at Ajaquish, which is A-J-A-Q-U-I-S-H at Clarkson edu and, and that would be my uh gmail
0: awesome yeah and I'll, we'll put that in the description below and the link below for uh people to go find more information and adam thank you very much uh this has been like i said extremely informative i know we covered a lot and i'm hopefully hopefully it was helpful for our viewers and listeners and uh just to wrap things up at any point you can always go to springpack.net to see if clarkston is a match for you adam thank you very much man i appreciate thank it you.